Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies and sometimes TV shows in a variety of categories, from franchise to subgenre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched or TV show is left, TV show episode, I should say, is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for a new episode and get ready to dive into the world of film and television with top five from the Ray Taylor Show. In this episode, I am counting down my top five episodes from Black Mirror season Black Mirror, as everybody knows, I'm sure, is a British anthology series that is now, I would say, an American anthology series. Uh, created by Charlie Brooker, episodes explore a diversity uh, of genres, uh, but most are set in near future with sci-fi technology. Some of the technology and themes uh, have started to appear in our current reality, which I find the best aspect of this show, how accurately it can predict some things that are happening in our society. Very similar in a lot of ways to Twilight Zone, but with a focus on technology, obviously. Uh, it started at as a British series and later was acquired by Netflix, bringing the show to a whole new audience uh, and producing a lot more episodes. The first two seasons were produced by Channel 4. Uh, but it's believable tech used to tell a variety, uh, very real and very brutal ways in which technology might be implemented. Uh, so let's get started, shall we, with my top five episodes from Black Mirror Season 4. Starting off with an episode that is has a, a few short stories within it. It's also an episode that in a lot of ways ties all of the episodes from Black Mirror together, uh, kind of unifying all these stories into a singular universe. And coming in at number five is Black Museum. This is, I believe, the last episode in season four. Let me double check. It is a season that, uh, or an episode, I should say, that is good, right? It's it's interesting because it does tie a lot of the things from the stories from the show together in a way. Like, it's this museum, this roadside attraction called the Black Museum, and it is kind of the place where these things that from all these black black mirror episodes uh these these items like the little egg that was in a white christmas or the tablet from archangel or the bathtub that is either from uh alligator or crocodile or um it's either from that one or from the uh the uh what is it the bathtub for, be right back uh the mask from white bear all of these kinds of interesting things that we saw in other like all these easter eggs in a lot of ways that we saw in other episodes are present and we see kind of this guy that collects all these things and we see actually where 
he was the start of some of these technologies and we see some of some new stories that are kind of similar almost like the the prototypes to the stories that we usually see in the show like we see a prototype for a brain implant we see a prototype for the technology that was in the the white christmas where you can implant your consciousness into in this that one story a person uh, but also implant it into a stuffed animal um you know i enjoyed this episode quite a bit it's uh very interesting you had the also the the cloning thing the lollipop that was used in uss callister from this season as well um a lot of different things uh you see the story of dr dawson who gets one of the first brain implants and he's a doctor and this implant will allow him to feel what the the uh, patients feel in order to diagnose them right so because of this he ended up becoming this great doctor whatever he ended up even started using it in sex so that not only could he feel the sensations that he feels during sex but he would also feel what his partner was feeling during sex elevating this thing and then one day he was wearing it while somebody died and when he felt death it completely changed him and made him masochistic and made him love pain and made him searching chasing that dragon for pain and seeing the descent into madness and uh just kind of an amazing an amazing type of a thing then there was another one where a person is uh implanted into a woman gets hit by a car and they decide to implant her being her consciousness into her partner's brain right so that she can experience life through his eyes and way they the way they show it it's like almost like she's sitting in a chair and his eyes are like a big movie screen in front of her and uh eventually it doesn't go well where she you know he meets somebody else and they end up like co-parenting but she's like stuck in his brain and then they find that oh they can actually put her into a stuffed animal and that so that way she can be her own being uh that can be around her child and not have to be in his head uh, but of course the child uh outgrows the toy and and gets rid of it at one point and uh very you know very traumatic there's also another one where you can sell your rights to your holographic rights to your being and become a hologram version of yourself after you die and there's this person that was on death row that did this and becomes the centerpiece to the black museum and the whole episode is itself is that guy's daughter coming back and enacting revenge i really did enjoy this episode but it's not nearly as good as a lot of the other episodes that's why it's here at number five obviously it's not the worst one there is i think only one episode only one honorable mention in this season that didn't make the list so there's only six episodes but coming at number five is black museum moving on to the fourth favorite my fourth favorite episode from black mirror season four and this one very interesting story as well 
uh, kind of a detective story, like an unconventional detective story, and uh, people trying to evade getting caught in a time of uh, unique technology that exists. And this episode, coming in at number four, is Crocodile. Right, so this episode has tech that allows police officers or insurance investigators to see people's memories. So, very interesting. So, there's this couple that out in the middle of nowhere, uh, driving, it's like snowy, but literally nobody is around. They're smoking weed, they're singing songs. They somehow accidentally hit a guy who was on his bike killing him they decide to bury him to cover it up many years later they are no longer together the guy that was involved with this wants to confess it's weighing on him he can't do it at this point the woman who was involved has her own family separate family she's got a career she has so much to lose does not want to do that and then basically silences him in order to keep it quiet but when she does that, she also looks out the window and notices a guy get hit by a self-driving delivery car. And this episode is about the ins insurance investigator that this guy hired or is being investigated to see if his claim is worthy of the settlement, to see if he was actually hit, you know, to see who's at fault. And through her investigation, right, she uses this machine on him jogging his memory they see another person they go to her that leads her to another person this dentist who is kind of like perving out on somebody else and then that guy leads to this woman who is involved with this crime and in her reviewing of that memory she sees that this woman killed somebody and tries to get away and Let's just say it doesn't go well. And in on top of that, this woman, in an effort to keep everything quiet because her husband knew that she was coming to her house to investigate her, she then goes to his house to silence him. And as she leaves, she hears a baby crying. So, of course, she can't leave any witnesses because any memory can be recalled by law enforcement. So she even goes so far as to end the baby's ability by death. Uh, and it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy because you find out at the end of this whole episode that that technology doesn't just work on people, that the hamster or guinea pig that was in the child's room. By the way, the child was blind, so could not have seen anything. Obviously, she didn't know that. But the guinea pig could be hooked up to this machine, thus allowing the police to arrest her while she's at a recital for her daughter. Kind of a crazy, unique story that can only be told because that technology exists, that technology to read a, brain, a mind. Just a great story, brutal story, and, uh, you know, a kind of a noir story in a lot of ways without your standard detective on the case. It is an insurance investigator who stumbles into this thing, thus becoming one of the victims as this woman 
is trying to cover things up. Um, a great episode, but still only at number four. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking to add some unique and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor. That's me. These abstract paintings on paper explore the endless possibilities of the human face, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Now you can bring these stunning and thought-provoking pieces into your own space with high-quality prints and t-shirts, featuring designs from the Many Faces series. Or take home a one-of-a-kind original piece for your collection. Don't miss out on this opportunity to add some original and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com to browse and purchase original artworks, prints, and t-shirts from the Many Faces series today. And now, back to the show. So moving on to my third favorite episode of season four of Black Mirror. Coming in at number three, this is one that is a love story uh and it's the twist at the end is super interesting um and maybe kind of a twist that maybe some people don't like i could see but i liked it and i like that it's a love story i like the universe that this this episode builds but coming in at number three is hang the dj which the title doesn't really do it justice but this is a reality where people exist in a enclosed community that they can't leave and every member of this community is takes part in this system and the system is like to set people up with their perfect match right it's almost a society based on a dating app where you have these like little pods and you're scheduled to go on dates with people matched up, right? Like you get a notification by the system and like, okay, you got another date. So you go to this restaurant and you meet this person and you can both look up to see what the expiration date is. And whether it's an hour or 10 years, that is how long you have to stay with this person. And then at that time, regardless of how much you like them, you have to leave. And this is all in an effort for the system to match you with your perfect person. And it's about these people that meet and they find out that they only have 12 hours, I think, together. Yeah. And they really like each other and they don't want to. They also they don't do anything together. They don't actually have sex, but they have a great time together. And they see each other as they go on like their next relationships are longer and way less fulfilling and it's this thing where like you know it's brutal to then have to go into a relationship where like his next relationship is god awful like it is from the start it is clear that they are not compatible and they are miserable throughout that year that they are together right where she is in another relationship for nine months that is a very sexually based relationship and you know it doesn't work for both of them they end up getting matched up again and they decide to not check the expiration date that they are going to decide to just stay together and just forget 
the rules, right? Kind of, in a way, breaking the rules. Eventually, he looks at it, and just his mere looking at it, it started off being like, I don't know, 20 years. And the fact that he looked at it after making the pact with her, it recalculates their expiration date to becoming eventually five hours. So because he broke this agreement they had, it went from a relationship that he was supposed to be in for 20 years to five hours. And right. And it's something where you can't break the rules. Right. And, uh, Eventually, she realizes that they're in, like, some kind of simulation, right? And they end up becoming frozen in time, and they end up deciding that they're going to escape, right? They're going to escape the society. They don't care how many rules they break. Like, it is they are choosing love over anything the system can have, right? It is such a great episode about finding that person you connect with and just disregarding all all of the hurdles and societal pressures that may tear you away from each other in a very unique way centered around this technology. And you find out the twist at the very end is that there, this whole existence isn't real, that it's all some simulated, simulated thing in order to provide the real humans with compatibility so then you cut to these people using a dating app like a Tinder or Bumble or whatever. And this app uses these simulations, knowing the people, to match them up. So in reality, you see these kind of two people meeting. Who are the people that were the simulations in this reality? I loved it. I thought it was a great like romantic story. Uh, it that that idea of breaking the rules that loving the person you love regardless of who says that you should or shouldn't be with them i love all that stuff and it's a very interesting kind of a thing where there's these artificial realities that exist in order to properly give you a good rating on a dating app anyway i loved it so coming in at number three was hang the dj also kind of a interesting title. I don't really know what the title means. I don't know what a DJ has to do with that uh, unless the, the technology on some level was called DJ. Either way, loved it. Number three, Hang the DJ. Moving on to my second favorite film. This is a straight-up horror film. This is like so much like a horror short film, which that's the thing I love about Black Mirror. The best Black Mirror episodes really feel just like amazing short films. And this one's no different. So coming in at number two, it is the black and white post-apocalyptic straight-up horror film, Metalhead. This is a great horror film. I loved this. Uh, you have a post-apocalyptic society where people have just been killed by these robotic dogs, which we exist in a time where not only are there robotic dogs, not only are there robots that can do parkour, but there's plenty of governments that are showing including our own that is showing they want to arm these robotic dogs and allow them to kill humans there we are this close there was a bill proposed and later reversed uh in san francisco of all places where they were going to allow robotic 
cop dogs uh, to kill people. As if we don't have enough human cops killing people. They want to give these these robot cops uh, the the ability to kill people. And this is a post-apocalyptic future where these dogs are really good at it. And the story is like these people going out to get supplies and obviously worried about these these robotic dogs attacking them. And it is this woman trying to get away from this presence. Like you look at any kind of horror movie like, you know, Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers or the the uh, Ghostface Killer any horror movie villain where you have somebody running for their life trying to avoid being killed by this monster that is what this movie does with this robotic dog which is absolutely ridiculous this dog not ridiculous in a bad way just ridiculous that we are uh, very close to that this movie being a reality just uh, uh, the f the fact that these dogs are going to exist and the possibility that these dogs could easily malfunction, be programmed to do a thing that could effortlessly eliminate human life is just the fact that we are so close to that, in addition to all the other insane things that are happening in our reality, makes this even more terrifying. But you see, like, this dog has the ability to, like, shoots this, like, ball out of its back that explodes and just shoots shrapnel into everybody and the shrapnel that it shoots are like these track tracking beacons that you can actually see like it's the only bit of color that you see in this in this episode where like you have this person get shot and you see the glowing in their in their cheek or in her leg um just seeing her try to get away they you know first they're in this warehouse trying to get su supplies and it's just one robotic dog throughout most of this movie it's just trying to avoid this one robotic dog and they get found out at this this warehouse they try to escape right one guy gets killed the the woman and another guy who's trying to jack a van uh are driving away the robot dog gets into the van takes control of the van can control the van driving after this woman she ends up getting out of the car before it rolls off a cliff that the dog is you know she eventually gets in her car she, it ends up rolling down a cliff with the dog in it dog ends up getting out so it's like her trying to get away she gets into a house the dog like grabs a knife and like when it goes to get her it like spins the it is like terrifying it's absolutely terrifying right this movie is simple very little dialogue throughout i mean little bit of dialogue at the beginning the majority of it is just her running for her life against this terrifying dog that is seemingly like even though she like gets up into a tree where she's seemingly safe the dog just waits and she counts down from like a thousand dropping a rock on it to see if its battery is charged right it's at night it has solar panels so she can get it to lose its charge before dawn then she has a chance to escape and right before dawn it runs out of battery and she's able to run into a house and escape but as soon as the sun comes up it charges back up and it's right after her again like all of the worst terrifying monsters in a horror movie just non-stop stalking her down also moves very fast which is also scary and you know 
even though she finally defeats this thing, thinks she defeats this thing, right? Pours paint on it to get away, um, gets a shotgun and is able to shoot it and destroy it. It still, after it dies, launches one of these things that shoots trackers and it gets into one of her vital organs that if she tries to remove it, will kill her. And it's just so... And then you find out the only, the thing that they were trying to get was a replacement teddy bear for one of the kids that are part of their community. That's it. And it's it's and then you find out not only why they were trying what they were trying to get at that warehouse, but then you find out like that was just from one robot dog. As they the, this camera pans back through all of the places this this episode went, you see that there are so many of these dogs and that is why there is nothing alive like they slaughter all the ant like nothing is alive in this world because these robot dogs kill everything that's alive fucking it uh, amazing horror film short film so anyway that's number two number two is metalhead a great straight up horror film so terrifying Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at youtube.com slash inspired disorder. This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to youtube.com slash inspired disorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase the many faces artwork. And now let's get back to the show. Moving on to my favorite episode from season four. This was just so good. Great acting. Also a great actor in this one as well. And, uh, you know, it, it also relates to the fact that I've been watching a show that this episode was heavily, clearly heavily inspired by. So coming in at number one, my favorite episode of Black Mirror Season 4 is USS Callister. I have been watching a bunch of Star Trek, obviously watched all the Star Trek movies for a recent top five that I did, uh, but also have been watching Star Trek The Next Generation TV show just as a show to watch in the background and love it and loved this episode when i originally saw it and loved it even more now re-watching it after having watched so much star trek in general and the technology is insane it's basically like there's he's this game developer guy uh jesse plemons amazing actor he's great in this super like he's an incel right he's this programming genius right kind of feels like a guy who you sympathize with at first and then you realize what he's doing at home in his own time where he's responsible for this amazing game super inspirational his friend seems like an asshole who's kind of like he is kind of like the Wozniak his friend is kind of like the Bill Gates and you find out that he this guy has 
is using or developed this technology that allows him to use somebody's DNA to clone them into his video game. So when he goes home, he has a, a, a custom modification of this game that he designed that he has cloned via DNA all of the people that he hates from work. And he because he, and they all exist as themselves in this simulation, but have to follow him because he is in many ways the god of this simulation and can torture them endlessly. It is an amazing idea, a terrifying idea, but an amazing idea. And the show's great. It's kind of like this big plan that these people have to escape and. It's told in a very interesting way where it's very much like a Star Trek episode where you have to use intelligence in order to overcome this hurdle. You find out that this character, who is at first very sympathetic, you find out to be one of the most evil motherfuckers out there. Where, like, in order to get his boss in the simulation to get in line, he decides to clone the boss's son and in this simulation, send the sun out through uh, uh, a hatch and just destroy this kid in space uh, and telling him that he will do this again over and over until he follows his orders. Absolutely horrific, but amazing. And also a Christmas episode, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Uh I love it. It's an amazing episode, and uh, it's so great. That's why it's at my number one, USS Callister. So good. And, of course, the honorable mention is Archangel, uh, which is about uh, using implants to monitor your kids, right? Getting a, an implant in your kid so you can see what they see. You get their vitals um, and, and all of these things, and seeing how that ultimately goes wrong. The reason why it's at number four, the there's a, a, a part of this where like one of the features is that you can censor a thing. Like if if you see that your child is getting like too much cortisol, like cortisol levels are spiking because they're afraid, you can censor their inputs so they don't see things that are violent, right? So you can't see violent things happening. You can't see things that would necessarily scare you. And there's a scene where she beats her mom and that accidentally turns on. She doesn't see how badly she beats her mom. And it's just like, I, I don't know. The way it ends is a little off for me. Amazing show about not only about technology, but about how parents use technology to like really invade the privacy of their children. And, and especially this technology that like when she starts like seeing what she, her daughter's doing without her seemingly thinking that she is independent and no longer uh, that thing is no longer active. It's just, it's just so sad, but honorable mention Archangel. So let me recap my list one more time and we'll get out of here. This is my top five episodes from black mirror season four. Starting off with number five is Black Museum. Number four is Crocodile. Number three is Hang the DJ. 
Number two is Metalhead. And number one is USS Callister. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode of Top 5 from the Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my rankings and analysis of the episodes from Season 4 of Black Mirror. I hope you enjoyed my Top 5 picks. Please let me know how you would rank your, the, your favorite shows from Season 4. I would love to hear it. Uh, right? Are there any episodes that I maybe should reconsider to readjust or add in? I'd love to hear it. Uh, and join the conversation by leaving a comment or a rating on your favorite podcasting app or on YouTube if you are watching this episode. And until next week, see you again next week for all more new. <laughs> see you again next week for more Top 5. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.